What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding the communities everywhere. That's what's up, JP. <laughs> How are you doing, Tim? Amazing. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. We are recording this on Valentine's Day. The goal is to put this out on Valentine's Day, but life happened. So how was your Valentine's Day, Tim? You know, I worked all day. It was actually, I had a couple highlight moments. <laughs> I'm still here, ain't I? I'm still at work. Um, I actually got to see my daughter in between shifts and uh, picked her up from school. And I was like, hey, I have a surprise for you. She's like, okay. You know, she closes her eyes, goes inside. And when she went inside, I had gave her some flowers and a little bear and some chocolates. And, uh, you know, she, oh, you're the best dad ever and gave me a hug and kept it pushing. And then about 45 minutes later, I had to go to work. So, yeah, What'd here you I get Edna? What'd you get I got Edna? her uh, some chocolate covered chocolate cover strawberries, a bouquet of flowers. And I'm missing something. There was a third thing I got her. I'll remember in a second, but it wasn't anything too crazy. We're going to do our Valentine's Day date when we're both healthy because, you know, sickness happens around this time of the year. Well, we got some wonderful Valentine's Day stories. Mine is actually focused around love, but Tim always goes first. So Tim, what's your inspirational story for today? Man, mine was actually uh, sent in and I'm actually really excited to talk about it. So JP recommended hey tim you should write a book a children's book for layla and you should put in these inspirational stories you're talking about and yeah that's what we're doing here so i've been you know taking my notes and i've been doing everything i can uh, to find these cool stories and obviously it's black history month so i decided this month i'm going to talk about some uh african-american women that i think we should all know about um and this time miss allison sent over on facebook a story about Henrietta Lacks. She sent over an article. Um, I read the article and it was actually really cool, but it actually made me want to read more and learn more. So everything I learned, I'm going to talk to you guys about today. Does that sound cool with you, JP? It sounds wonderful. Let's hear it. All right. So she was born in 1920. Um, she's from Roanoke, Virginia. And um, in Roanoke, Virginia, where she lived, um, she was 31 years old and she actually ended up having some pain. So she had to go to the hospital at 31 years old to John Hopkins Hospital in Maryland. Um, that was actually the only hospital in that area that were treating African-Americans. So that was the only place that she had to go. Um, so whenever she went, she actually found out she had cervical cancer and it was severe. Um, the doctors there, they gave her treatment because, again, that's the only hospital she can go to. And during that treatment, they actually removed some tissue and sent it off to the labs to get researched on. Um, John Hopkins Hospitals did that to a number of uh, patients back in that time. Um, so what ended up happening, unfortunately, she ended up passing, um, a few months later, but her story doesn't stop there at all whatsoever. Um, her cells actually lived on her cells were so unique, um, where most cells, whenever they took it to go get researched on, they would die within an hour to 12 hours. Her cells, they multiplied every 20 to 24 hours. So what they were able to do with her cells, more research, super rare cells they couldn't find anything like this so they nicknamed her cells Hela by her name her initials Henrietta Lacks which is 10 out of 10 name for sure 
and they started doing research. Her cells were so important to medical research history, they actually used her cells for vaccines that we use today, like for COVID-19 or for polio back in the day. Like I'm being 100% honest with you how important her cells are to the medical research history in human history. Um, the cool thing about this story, a lot of people didn't know her name. Nobody even knew anything that was going on. And John Hopkins even admitted recently they didn't do enough to let their families know we took the cells, we were giving them for research. And there was actually a tech company recently that used those cells, created vaccines, used it for profit. So her family, Henrietta Lacks' family, decided to sue lawsuits pending while all of this is going on her name is actually getting out there so people are finding out who this woman is and they're standing up for her, they're fighting for her and now in her hometown of roanoke virginia there used to be a statue of robert e lee and it was torn down in 2020 during the george floyd uh protests they're now replacing that statue with a statue of her and all the money that was raised by the roanoke hidden histories foundation they raised every penny over $180,000 to cover that. An artist by the name of Bryce Cobbs, he had drew this awesome picture of her that they're going to use to create this larger-than-life bronze statue of her to re replace that Robert E. Lee statue, man. Um, I just think this story all around is going to be beautiful. This is going to be done in 2023. The reason why I love this story so much, JP, like this woman lived her life. She might have thought she was a normal human being, but her life and her name, her legacy has saved so many people. And I think it's only right that we know who she is and what she was, because without Henrietta Lacks, we wouldn't have a COVID-19 vaccine. We wouldn't have a polio vaccine. We wouldn't have a number of vaccines that we do have today. Her cells are literally the most important uh, cell lines in medical research history. And I think it's amazing that she was an African-American woman. Coming with the heat today, Tim. I really like that story. I've never Bro, heard that of was her. a story, like, right? Like ever. Amazing. Honestly, that's tough. It's tough, right, JP, that you haven't heard of her? Like, either have I. Either have I. That's why we got to do these positive news hey. stories, Tim. Do you want to tell everyone what Allison also suggested us to do? <laughs> she actually suggested us to cite, uh, you know, where are we getting these uh, articles from? And I actually need to do that now. So um, I got all of my research from Hopkins uh, Medical medicine.org um that's where i found out that they 100 realized that what they did back then even though it was legal by taking those cells to go off of research they understood that they can do a better job in communicating um the smithsonian magazine.com an article by uh, molly anking and npr.org an article by julia hayward i definitely loved everything i read about those and if you guys want to check those out or google those so you can look at them yourselves to learn more man please do so, Tim, are you going to put this story in the book? I have to, man. At first, I was hesitant, but then I didn't realize how important it was until you read and you put everything together, man. I have to. Mandatory. So, did, I see you got the pen out. You got the pen out and ready. Did you put it in the Google Docs, add it to the book? Oh, you it actually wrote it down? You didn't put it in, like, computer form? Dangerous, Tim. No, man. It's in... This is the best way to, to for me anyways. I'll put it all in the computer after I get it in here. One story at wow. a time. Henrietta's is almost done. I still got some more research to do. I want to be 100% on point with this one for sure. I'm excited. I was going through with it. You should publish the book after a few years. <laughs> Let's just get the book done. You know me. <laughs>
Goals, Tim. Goals. So before we get to my inspirational story, we need to pause and do audio meditation. So where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, you often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well, guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, who are you grateful for on this Valentine's Day? Oh, the two women in my house right now. I love my son. I know he's chilling right now. But today was about them. <laughs> Valentine's Day is always about my my little Layla and my wife, Edna. Um, they're freaking amazing. The only thing that sucked today, though, honestly, JP, Layla called me, FaceTimed me, and she was trying. Edna said she was trying to tell me goodnight, but as soon as she saw me, she started crying and I said, why did you leave me? I was like, oh, man, I'm at work. I'm at work. I'm beyond grateful for them, man, because Layla has, like, this way of making me feel better whenever I'm down. And right now her favorite thing to do is tell me, dad, you're the best dad ever. And then give me a hug. She has, I know she's doing it because she's sarcastic, but she's amazing. <laughs> it makes me feel amazing. So yeah, I'm grateful for them. <laughs> what about you? So what are you sarcasm from Tim? <laughs> Probably you, man. <laughs> I was not involved. <laughs> I am not involved in any of this process, even though I am quite sarcastic. Um, I am grateful for situations of realization about about what's important. Sometimes, you know, get caught up on the things that don't matter. What really matters is family, love, happiness, protecting your peoples, which actually leads into my inspirational story. It is about a wedding planner, wedding planner in Ukraine. Her name is Oksana. She had been a wedding planner for six years before 2021. And then at the beginning of 2022, the Russian invasion happened. He, she's in the hometown Kiev, Ukraine. I know I probably pronounced that wrong, but you know, your boy's got a cold. I can't pronounce anything right now. And when you're a wedding planner during a war and an invasion, you would think probably not going to be that many weddings. And that's exactly what she expected. She stayed in there. She's like, I have nowhere to flee to. I live here with my husband, our young daughter. We're often really scared. My dad's a soldier. I worry about his safety. I have a lot of friends fighting on the front line. And my job as a wedding planner is to make everyone feel happy. I got to take these couples and take their day and make it one of the most memorable days, memorable days of their lives. But my job feels so, so pointless now because of all the war going on. At least that's what she thought in the beginning. In the beginning of 2021, Ukraine had 1,110 marriages in the first five months of the year. After the invasion, they had 9,120 marriages. She says people's fantasies about marriages completely changed. Instead of like, it's got to be the perfect wedding dress. Got to make sure that the decor is perfect. Got to get the best photographer. Got to have the best food. People are putting off their perfect weddings until the end of the war. Instead, they're getting together largely in government buildings, city hall, with fewer guests because their budgets are overstressed. People have lost work, but they're getting in there. Family and friends doing small, really meaningful weddings. And even the ones that have lost loved ones have said these are some of the best and most memorable weddings of our lives. She has actually become 
for a lot of people, Oksana has been the hope and inspiration that love is still there in Ukraine. And she said she's amazed by these couples and how just how more fulfilled they are in their vows, in their love for each other, in the face of a disaster. And I thought it was pretty inspirational, Tim. That is a banger from you, JP. All about love on Valentine's Day. Who are you, man? Uh, what can I say? I'm quite romantic sometimes. <laughs> I can't even. Be <laughs> I couldn't even do that one with a straight face. But yeah, I thought it was a great story. Oh. <laughs> and I was really oh, sold on funny. the story once I heard about like the weddings times nine. Once the yeah, war that, started, that caught me off guard. I was like, 9,000. Like, what? Whoa. The, honestly, it's beautiful, though, JP. Like, to believe in love like that and to, to follow through with 9,000. Well, you know, not, she obviously didn't do all 9,000, but, you know, just to, to be a part of that and, like, to feel low beforehand. I can only imagine how she felt, like, when the numbers started coming in. Cause obviously, her, you know, she didn't have work for a little while, but then out of nowhere, it started coming in and then picking up. And you know how business is sometimes, man. So there's so many things for her that just went well. I think it's pretty awesome, man. Happy for her in so many different ways. If you want to read more about this lovely inspirational story, you can check it out on businessinsider.com. Tim, do you have nice. a quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. Do not be silent. Raise your voice. Be the light in the dark. Quotes by Kaylin Byron. Also close by Tim. And we're out. Stay positive.